Hello, everyone, and welcome to the preview podcast for issue number 52 of the Bad Caddy Funky podcast. Jeff Johns, eat your heart out. Although it has nothing to do with DC this week. This week, guys, we are actually going to be diving into the hit PlayStation 4 game, Uncharted 4, and to really gear up for the spectacle, the fantastic graphics, the action, the adventure, the talent behind this game. Tonight, for the preview podcast, we're going to be talking about our favorite adventurers throughout fiction and nonfiction, whatever you want to do, any medium. Dave, we're starting with you. So, of course, I went with video games. And um, my favorite adventurer, just because I felt like I had kinship with him and what he had to do, was Joel from The Last of Us. Um, okay. Voiced, voiced by the famous Troy Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, now one can say that the last of us definitely was not an adventure, an adventure game. Mm -hmm. I completely disagree just because, I mean, yeah, it's very, very linear game. It does give you the illusion of choice, which is like Casey's favorite, um, term, Uh, especially after last night, freedom of choice. Yeah. But, um, the illusion of freedom of choice, but you really get to see the character, De- like progress and also degress at the same time, but it's an adventure because you're going from like basically Boston to Texas, I believe, mm-hmm. and you get to like see like the world through his eyes as he tries to protect Ellie and see the world they live in, the world they're trying to survive in. You're not really and you're not really discovering anything like you would be like with Tomb Raider or Uncharted or anything like that. You're basically just trying to survive, which is an adventure in itself. Sure. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, what more specifically about Joel do you like, like personality-wise, stuff like that? Oh, God, that he's just an angry old man. I mean, he's not an old man, but he's just, like, so so angry. He's so angry and old. He's not even really that angry, though. I would say he's more somber, if anything. But he's just brutal, man, like some of the stuff he does to people. Like, for instance, when when he wakes up after being injured and those two guys show up, like, in the cabin to, spoiler alert, people, he wakes up. And two guys show up to basically, you know, like interrogate one of them, and he just fucks them both up. And I think he kills one guy because he didn't give him information. He goes to the other guy and he goes, "Your friend just died while he's sitting, you know, while he's sitting looking at his body." And he goes, "Do you need to tell me exactly where to find these people, or you're gonna die just as quickly as he did?" Mm-hmm. And the guy like spills his guts, and like Joel, without missing a beat, is like, "Thank you," and kills the guy anyway. Yeah, ice cold. That's real cold. Um. Well, Casey, let's 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 hear your favorite adventurer. Um, well, whenever I think of Uncharted, you know, you kind of think of it as like the Indiana Jones game you always wanted. Are you gonna say Indiana got. Jones? No, I'm not gonna say Indiana Jones because <laughs> I know that's what you were gonna say. Actually, that's not what I'm gonna say. Although that would have been a good one. That, that would have been a good one. Um, but I always naturally, even even though it's a very modern, um, it takes place in the modern day and. As far as I'm aware, it also takes place in real time. Um, I don't know, actually. I think he, he's only really aged in the last one. Okay. Like, in on 1, 2, and 3, he looked... I mean, maybe it might look like he looked. He got a little older. I don't know if that was the intent. It's more kind of like Indiana Jones. So, like, you know, the first three, he's more or less the same age. But in number four, he's a lot older. Actually, that's a pretty good parallel, too. Yeah. Well, anyway, the 
and a something that will now sound completely unrelated. Uh, one of my favorite adventures is the Rocketeer. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I've always been a big that's fan. That's good. Of the, wow, that's really good. Always a big fan of Asshole. the character from the uh, the Dave Stevens comics. Sure. The 1991 movie, yeah. of course, which probably has the best movie poster I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, Cliff Secord is a. He's a mechanic, kind of an everyman sort of guy, except he's dating a supermodel that looks exactly like Betty Page. Almost like a, like a Hal Jordan type. Very much a Hal Jordan yeah. type, but but not nearly as dumb as Hal Jordan is. That's true. Because Hal Jordan is about as smart as a sack of hammers. But man, does he have the willpower to do whatever he wants. <laughs> oh man, does does he? <laughs> throwing throwing centers in the space and what have you. Oh jeez. <laughs> you will all be judged. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, the you know for those of you who haven't yet touched on the comics, if you, all you've seen is the movie, you get a great taste of what it's all about. He can do everything from swashbuckling, saving the girl, saving the day. Um, he's got a great look, uh, especially when he's you know it's, he's got those like those horse riding pants that kind of stick out. He's got a flight jacket that buttons over the center and like a so square. Good. So good. Maybe the best jetpack we've ever seen in fiction next to Boba Fett. And the helmet, man. Don't forget about and the, the helmet. helmet. You can't forget about the helmet it's with so a good. giant steering fin. Man, I just want to see the Rocketeer fly next to Iron Giant. Oh, my God. I want to see you, Greg, uh, cosplays as the Rocketeer one these days, man. Yeah, I need to, you know, save up for like, that, if Like, if you were that and, like, the Red Hood is probably what you should, like, that's, like, your destiny right there. Yeah, both with awesome helmets. Yeah. 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 Love and also helmets. the hammer from uh, Dr. Horrible sing-along blog. I can see you doing that also. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I was that for Halloween one year, remember? Yeah, I, that's what I brought it up. It's I like that, that. that could be yours. I think I still have that. That could be yours actually. easily. <laughs> I think that's a little dated, though. I don't think anyone would really know. Well, like, like, people our age would definitely know, but I feel like... You bring it to a, to a Comic-Con, people will know. Oh, sure. People will know. That's true, too. Yeah, maybe maybe one day. Maybe maybe I'll do that. Someday. One of these days. I like how we're talking about adventure adventure games or adventure characters and every you like both of you are just going for these like not your stereotypical. I thought for sure Dave was gonna say Indiana Jones. Actually no, I thought for sure that Dave was gonna say Lara Croft, and I thought for sure Casey was gonna say Indiana Jones. It was it was tempting, man, yeah. but but you, I actually, you can't always go with the obvious choice. I actually almost sure. said uh, Rick from The Mummy. That is actually my choice. Oh, yeah. nice. Nice. Rick, Rick you go on, sir. Yeah. Rick, I he, love Rick O'Connell. I love The Mummy movies. They're just great. Uh, Brendan Fraser is, has probably one of the best comedic timings in an actor you could ask for. He doesn't step on anyone's toes. He really helps out other actors in that scene, deliver the best performance they can. And it's just a shame he's not working anymore, you know? And I think yeah. he, he really shines. Like, I think Rick O'Connell is, like, he, is him in in an adventure movie. Like, he's just goofy, but he's also heroic. He has almost that, I don't know, like that Harrison Ford quality and then loses it and gets really goofy all at the same time. Like, it's just great. Um... And plus, like, Emotep was, like, I love those movies anyways, because Emotep was just fucking a badass villain. Total badass. He, he makes, like, his face out of the elements, like sand and water, and tries to kill you with it. 
Even more than that, I love when he's trying to rebuild his body in the first movie. And oh, he's yeah. just eating parts of other people. Oh, it's so good. And hanging out and having tea with them. I'm sure that CG does not hold up because I haven't watched that movie in forever. But I remember seeing that and being like, that is the coolest fucking thing. Like when he's looking at, um, what's his name? Johnny? Is that the the guy, like the like the little henchman's name with the Abu hat? Benny. Benny, 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 so yeah, Benny. He looks at Benny and he has one eye and he's, he like gets the jar and shakes it at him. And he's just like, get me the rest or whatever. And that scene, I have it so vividly. It was like dimly lit. It was very like blue in palette tone. I was like, this is this is so cool. Like, how do they do this magic? I, uh, I rewatched it not too long ago because it's on Netflix. Oh, yeah. CG holds up pretty good. CG that does not hold up pretty good. The Rock is the Scorpion King in the oh, sequel. Oh yeah, that didn't look good. That in, CG wasn't with. good when it came out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was bad originally. Yeah. Like fuck. Yeah, that I will, I'm not um, surprised about. I remember when I first saw the Mummy. You know that part when like everyone's like kind of become zombies and like emotep. Yeah, emotep. When I when I first saw that when I was like what freshman or sophomore in high school, for a while I thought they were saying like cheap motel. <laughs> if you watch motel. it again you can hear it cheap motel cheap motel I feel like Holiday Inn's gonna use that now nah. <laughs> <laughs> try and avoid plagues try and avoid mummies cheap hotel <laughs> try the Holiday Inn aren't they re- revamping the mummy or rebooting it I heard something like that like they were gonna make a part four I guess but yeah. Because part three was like just complete. I mean, it was okay for what it was, but yeah. It, wasn't, nope. it would be really wasn't, funny wasn't if they rebooted it and they had The Rock as Rick O'Connell. Oh, my God. And then they had Brendan Fraser as Scorpion King. Wasn't that when he was like first just really getting into acting? Yeah, that was when he was still The Rock and not Dwayne Johnson. Is he billed as The Rock on that poster? I think he is. He's either The Dwayne Rock the or Rock Dwayne Johnson. The Rock Johnson. Because for a yeah. while... It was like I think that I feel like it was the rock at first, and then he tried to like go away from that persona, so it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And then Either after that enough of that, it was just WWE Dwayne checked him. It's like, hey, we own this name. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think you are, Hulk Hogan? You think you could just pay off Marvel Comics and wrestling and change your name legally? <laughs> oh, cheap man. motel. Cheap, cheap motel. motel. I almost want to cheat though and say also like Nathan Drake is one of my favorite adventurers too. Uh, just after of like following all these these games and such, he's just like he's got almost pretty much all the archetypes of the adventurer rolled into him. Like he definitely has his Indiana Jones aspect, but he also has a little bit of Rick O'Connell in him with like the goofiness, and he's like always screaming at the top of his lungs when he's like falling to his doom, and yet he somehow like is able to not die, which is great. Uh, if you guys ever, real, get, man, what's that? He keeps it real. He does. He does. If you guys ever get a chance, like, go watch those cutscenes. There's actually, um, when Uncharted 3 came out, they did a promotion where they had Harrison Ford play a scene. And he was just like, this is crazy. Like, he was just, like, bewildered by the whole thing. And it was actually, there was this infamous scene where uh, Nathan Drake is fighting on a plane where the, it's like one of those cargo planes. And the, all the cargo is oh, falling out. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that before. My buddy uh, Ryan showed me that. That's like the definitive yeah. Uncharted moment. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Actually, for me, the the best Uncharted moment was in the beginning of Uncharted Two, when it, you're in a, you're on a train and it's obviously crashed, 
And Nathan Drake wakes up and he's got like something sticking out of him. He goes, oh, what's going on? And he's like trying to get his bearings. And then he drops something. And then you realize that the train is actually hanging off of a cliff and he's upside down. And that was the first time where I think Naughty Dog got their shit together for a cinematic game. Because they played with the camera angles. They played with your imagination. And they were just like, oh, this is a seemingly normal thing. You know, train wreck, whatever. He survived. No big deal. Guess what? He's off of a cliff. And guess what? Even more. He's on top of a Himalayan fucking mountain. What a twist. And it's like, oh, my God. And then you got to, like, climb up the train. It's great. It was so good. But if you ever, like, if you ever get into the Uncharted games, the first one's good. It's not the best. They're still trying to figure it out. But the second one is like, they're like, all right. They probably just watched all the Indiana Jones and all of the adventure movies they could and just were like, let's fucking do this. And three was really, really good as well. And now I'm about halfway through four and it is not disappointing. It's great. The nice thing about games versus movies is that it's so easy to get a, a trilogy of games that are really good. Oh, yeah. But a trilogy of movies are few and far between that are all fantastic. Well, I mean, I feel like it's amazing because they almost take the same amount of time to make to a degree. Yeah. You know, but it's like with games, it's like, well, it depends because you could really tell when someone actually wants to keep the story going when gaming Mm -hmm. and when they're trying to milk it for like everything they have. For instance, Halo 4. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I would say there's a lot of other games, not just Halo, that do that where it's just like, all right, like quit trying to milk the Chivos, like trying (laughs) to get artificial gameplay time out of that. Whereas there are, well, like, I mean, the for the Force Unleashed two. That's what I meant. Oh yeah, Whoa. he's a clone. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also though, in all honesty, um, Last of Us kind of suffers from that, in my opinion. So I love Last of Us, one of my favorite games, top five games of all time, hands down. But their achievement system is, or the trophy system is fucked. You have to beat the game first. And then replay it in order to get any kind of trophy. So you do the whole entire first playthrough. There's no trophies that you can possibly get. Only after that do they unlock the trophies and you go through the collectibles and stuff like that. Which is fine. But it's just just really cheap feeling, you know. Like I'm, you know what? Yeah, you're. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. and I think about it. I don't remember ever getting like any type of like achievement or anything. I put so many hours into that game. And when I was trophy hunting, I was like, oh, like I, I didn't even realize, just like you, Dave, I didn't even realize that I didn't get any trophies. And then I look at my trophy list, and I was like, how could I have huh. done so poorly? I know. <laughs> it's like, you have to try not to get trophies at this rate. This is crazy. And then I like picked up like something. I did something in, in the second playthrough, and I got a trophy. And I was like, oh, I see. Fortunately, Uncharted is not doing that. I've been getting quite a few trophies, which is nice. But um, it just felt kind of cheap. It felt like a way to artificially extend a game that didn't need it. And it almost cheapened the experience for me. Almost. Uh, I just thought, you know who I should have said? And it just got my mind right now. Because he's another character I really love. John Marston. Ooh. Red Dead Redemption. Nice. It's nice. If that's not an adventurer, I don't know what is, man. You're just like in, you're out in the West. Yeah. You're a cowboy. You can hunt for gold if you want to. You can hunt buffalo and bison. You know what I mean? You can, like, travel. Back when the it was enti- okay to hunt bison. Yeah. You can travel the game, do bounties in that game, you know, like, go across, like, different. It's he. It's the pinnacle, like, dirty, hairy game, you know. And, of course, of course, the occasional, like, 
duel in the middle of the street, you know? Mm. And you can tie up women and put them on railroad tracks. That's right, you could. You, you really dastardly could. Dastardly bastard, you. Oh, it's it's I'm twirling my mustache. <laughs> it's so twirling right now. Awesome. Uh I forgot who I was gonna say. I just had someone in my mind. Now I don't. Dastardly bastard. Way to distract me. <laughs> I can see like if they if they actually are going forward with like a mummy reboot, I can see like Chris Pratt paint being uh Ricochet. I Rick. Rick Rick O'Connell. Um Ricochet. Ricochet. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Lachey. Rick Lachey. Rick O'Shea. Rick O'Shea. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I hate, but yeah, I hate to overuse Chris Pratt. I mean, because I feel like he was going to be overused, like, eventually. We, but, sh- we shamelessly overuse Chris Pratt. I mean, but he to be three to be fair, Lego minifigs. Three. But to be fair, he could fit that character pretty well. He could fit any character like that, though, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you, but he's almost becoming like the Johnny Depp of Gruff Adventures. And speaking of Johnny yeah. Depp, uh, Casey, did you know that he auditioned to play Cliff Secord? Did he really? Yeah. But um, what's his name? Billy Campbell? Is that who got it? Billy. No. Billy Zane? No. It's something Campbell. It's definitely. I think it's Billy Campbell. Anyways, he showed up and he cut his hair to look exactly like Cliff Secord. Oh, man. So they're like, fuck it. You got it. <laughs> You're him. It's like people shaving their head to try and be Lex Luthor. Yeah. And they Or didn't wait, oh no, actually I messed up my metaphor. It's it's McAvoy's Professor Professor X. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Even though he hasn't been bald in those movies. Up until hopefully next week. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, the name of the rock deer is Billy Campbell, just as I suspected. Ah. Who is actually in the killing. For those killing fans. What's that? I did not know that. Yeah. Did you see the killing? No. Uh, he was a sleazy senator or something like that. He's come a long way from being a cool guy with a jetpack. Yeah. He was also in, um, what was that show where everyone disappeared? The Leftovers? No, no, no. no. It was before that. 2300? Yes. No. Okay. Yeah. Or the 4400. It's one of the hundreds. Yeah. Somewhere in there. He's Definitely on the 4400. He was on uh, the OC, actually, too. I remember that. A show that you love unabashedly. So I love. Who? I mean, you you gotta like. We gotta do like a TV club. I make you assholes watch that. <laughs> it's just you like, can't make me do shit, Greg. TV, no, I will TV not. Club, I watch refuse. All the seasons of the OC. Not I all refuse, of them, sir. I will rebel. Just three. Just three. Actually, it's funny because everyone that like I make watch it that has that like "fuck you, this is gonna be terrible. Why are you making me watch in this mentality?" ends up really liking it, except for season four, which is understandable because it's fucking terrible. Well, seasons one to three is great. It's it's pretty much us, only if we were really wit rich and lived in California. Wish fulfillment. Wish fulfillment. <laughs> um, Han Solo is a good adventure. Yeah, man. Yeah. All of them. All that Star Wars crew. He's he's dead, Greg. Let it go. It happened. <laughs> it happened. All right. Let it go, man. Let's just let it go. I really hope that like we don't have any fans out there that haven't seen Star Wars and just skipped our Star Wars episode because they don't want any spoilers. And then every other episode, Dave's like, Han Solo's dead. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And they're like, no, I, hate, I avoided I to, that I, podcast on purpose. I would hate to be that guy. I really would just because I, I feel like, yeah, but 
You know, at this point, if you haven't seen it yet and you're a big fan of Star Wars, only you have yourself to blame. Kind of like how Superman's dead. Yeah. You son of a bitch. I'm sorry. I will. Oh, look. It was in the heat of the moment. It was in the heat of the moment, Greg. All right. I never will. And I will. I will. I'm awaiting for your revenge. And that's going to happen someday. Like, I'm actually scared shitless. It's like, like when I went, when I visited you for PAX East, I'm like in my head the entire time, like, I have to sleep with one eye open just in case. Yes. Greg comes in and shaves my head. Yes. Little or, do you or know, something. I've already exacted my revenge. The plan will unfold. <laughs> oh, God. Slowly. Uh, last thing before we finish up, because we're running out of time. All-time favorite adventurer ever is probably the longest-running adventurer in all of time and space. Doctor Who. Huh. Oh, yeah. The what a cheap answer. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think of that. 50, 50 years. Good man. Huh. Good yeah. man. Good man. There we go. And with that, that's all the time we have for Fuck that, James T. Kirk. Ha. How long has Star Wars been, or Star Trek been on for? Sixties. Uh, yes, yeah, Doctor Who. I'm pretty sure has got it because it started in black and white. Yeah. Yeah, I think Doctor Who beats that. I was gonna go with Conan myself. Pretty Ooh. sure that beats all. Yeah, that's a good one. He starts in books. Ooh. Well, you could even say Captain Nemo. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, or. Moses. Yeah. <laughs> the, I don't, the truest adventurer. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. It does, but doesn't. He wandered in the ma- desert. You can you can really spice Shit. up Moses' origin story. He's a man on a mission from God. Fuck that. If you want to go for the Odysseus and what? Through a desert, it's very exciting. What did you say, Dave? Odysseus and what? Let's go really back far Ooh. back. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Old um, school. Um... I don't know. Uh, what's what's before that? The first monkey to climb down a tree and walk across the Serengeti. There you go. What's, Bang. What's older than dirt. What's <laughs> older than dirt. The first amoeba that crawled out of the soup. There you go. That's mm-hmm. going far back as adventure. Can't get more the, adventurous than that. The, fir- the first fish to walk on land. Or how about this? The first four-dimensional being to throw a meteor out into space. Ooh. And with that, that's that's all the time we have for the reference today. The reference, you don't get the reference. Dick Jones. Jones. (laughs) Remember, guys, uh, we're talking about Uncharted Four this Thursday night over at Twitch.tv/slash Bad County Funky at nine thirty ish p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, be sure to join the conversation. Then remember to brush up on Uncharted Four as we will be talking about spoilers. And I'm sure many other current events that are going to be coming up throughout the week. Until then, we will see you next time, or we will see you another time. Or never. Thanks. That guy, that guy corrected me. <laughs>